Welcome back, Realism Sports Talk, episode 30. We about to talk all kinds of NCAA tournament. What a crazy weekend it was. All kinds of upsets everywhere. <clears throat> but before people start tweeting me or asking me what's going on with my hat, I had to wear my hat like this and represent it for ASU beating Jackson State in football last week since Deion Sanders always wants to wear his visor like this on the sidelines thinking that he's hot stuff. Um, well, you got your butt smacked for the first time against them Hornets at ASU. Let's go. So, hey, I like that big win for the Hornets bouncing back off that loss. Hey, they coming, they coming, yo. We coming. But, um, NCAA tournament, this is what we live for. This is what it's all about. This is what everybody loves. This is why it's called March Madness. Upsets everywhere. Down goes this one. Down goes that one. I mean, it was crazy to see from one of the first games, you know, two seeds going out, three seeds going out, one seed going out. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so after the wild weekend, we here we go, Sweet 16. Are we going to have more upsets? Is it going to be some more fairy tales? What's going to happen? Here's my take on what's going to happen. I think all the upsets are over for, this, for these next two days. I think they're over. Um, I'm picking all... Lower seeds to win. All lower seeds to win today and tomorrow. So we're looking at our first matchup today. I think it's at 240 today. I can't wait for it to start. We're looking at Oregon State, who is a 12 seed, who pulls off a big win over Tennessee. You know, Tennessee is what it is. Tennessee, you know, whatever. But they def- they definitely got my, my eye when they beat Oklahoma State because I had Oklahoma State going far. Like, I looked at them like with Kate Cunningham, I thought maybe they could make a run. Yeah, but are they for real? Who knows? They're a 12 seed. 12s beat the five. You know, that's what they say. So, Tennessee game, we were kind of like, oh, well. But beating Oklahoma State, I think you'll notice now. But they running into that fairy tale with, with the Loyola Chicago, with Sister Jean. They're back. They are back. They beat Georgia Tech. Which Georgia Tech was coming off a high winning the ACC tournament. But then they go and beat Big Brother in the state, Illinois. Who many people had them winning the whole thing. So, I mean, it's crazy. Loyola Chicago, the way they beat Illinois too. It was like, I mean, I don't know. Are they for real? I guess we'll see. But so we got 12 versus the 8. And I'm picking Loyola Chicago to go. Well, Chicago, I got them beating Oregon State. Like I said, I'm picking all the lower seeds. So that, that kind of ruins my speculation. <laughs> Next game of the day, the Baylor Bears. That's who I picked to win, Baylor. They play in Villanova, who I can't stand because I'm a Georgetown fan. Um, I know they're without their best player, that point guard, which they really need them in this game against Baylor's guards. But if any team's got a winning pedigree, it's Villanova. I mean, Jay Wright is a heck of a coach. Jay Wright does his thing. He prepares well. You know, it's kind of like these coaches that you see. Jay Wright, um, uh, Coach K. You know, you see things like uh, Jim Beheim and the Michigan State coach. You know, these coaches, when it comes to tournament time, they seem to perform well. So, don't sleep on Villanova. But hopefully they go down today to my Baylor Bears. Let's go. Uh, the third game of the day, Oral Roberts. They still playing? Oral Roberts? I don't even think I've seen an Oral Roberts game all year until the tournament. 
They beat Ohio State. That was the first one that shook up the whole brackets. Oral Roberts over Ohio State. It was like chaos. Like, oh! And the Big Ten, the Big 12 was supposed to be supposed to be everything. I was wrong, just like all the rest of y'all, too. So don't try to play me. But then they beat Ohio State, and then they had to play Florida. So when they got to the Florida game, I'm sure, like everybody else, we were like, let's go, Oral Roberts, let's go. We were like, yo, can we do it? Let's go, Oral Roberts. And they did it. They were getting smashed at one point. And then they just perseverance. They got that dynamic duo. The, um, the dude in the middle. And then the point guard is like the leading scorer in the nation that nobody knows about. How crazy is that? So but they're playing a team or Arkansas that I, I didn't give no credit to. I didn't think Arkansas was going to be here, to tell you the truth. I thought they were going to be one of the teams getting upset. But, hey, they are athletic. Arkansas did it. They hung on. They won. And um, I think they're going to end Oral Roberts' fairy tale run today. I'd be happy if they didn't. I'm cheering for Oral Roberts, but I don't think it's going to happen. And then we got the last game of the day, Syracuse Orange, the number 11 seed, who beat San Diego State in the first round, which a lot of people saw saw that as an upset. People were saying they were going to win. Then they beat a scrappy, tough Big 12 West Virginia team pretty easily. Pretty easily. I mean, it was crazy. Coach Beheim's kid, Buddy, Buddy Beheim, Buddy Ball is here. Buddy Ball is banging. So, hey, I'll tell you what. I mean, hey, they playing a team that I didn't give no credit to that I thought was going to lose in the first or second round. Houston. Yeah, they played great defense and all that, but I think they should have lost to Rutgers. Tell you the truth, Rutgers blew that game. I don't even know what they were doing. They blew it. But um, Syracuse, another team that people are saying is going to pull the upset again. I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give the love to Houston. I think Houston's gonna end it. I think Houston having against that game against Rutgers. I think the game that they you know how it is sometimes when teams play games where they're like, man, you survived, you got lucky, the ball bounced your way on that one, and then they make a magical run. That could be their game, and I think they're gonna beat Syracuse. Uh, the next one is Creighton. <laughs> Creighton, hey, they're five seed, they're still rolling. They're beating the teams they're supposed to, but they got to play against a buzzsaw. They playing the Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Number one team. Number one team in the country. Undefeated. We all know all our accolades. I mean, is this even going to be a close game? I mean, really? I mean, my Georgetown Hoy has destroyed Creighton in the Big East Championship game by 30-some points. So, can they really beat Gonzaga? But if they did beat Gonzaga, I could be like, yo, my Hoya should have been number one team. Yo, we crushed Creighton and they beat. No, that ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Gonzaga by 30. I mean, gee whiz. The only thing that that, that makes you want to watch the game, at least for the first half, is that Creighton shoots the, the three a lot. So if they're shooting the three a lot and they make it a lot, I guess you never know what could happen. Fouls. I mean, I guess we've seen crazier things, but yeah. Creighton, Creighton losing by 30. <laughs> the next game is probably the biggest game of the, of the day, according to everybody saying upsets or biggest name value anyway. Florida State, the number four seed. Hey, they coming hard out the ACC. They were probably the number one team in the ACC. You know, if you really had to pick one team that you thought would, would make the biggest run, and obviously since they're here, that is that one. They play in the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, still ain't got livers back. That makes them vulnerable. Um, 
This could be a tough game. I ain't gonna lie. And I'm I'm Michigan's my second favorite college basketball team. So, and that's Brandon. That's your boys. I know Brandon's gonna be stressing all day. But um, hey, let's go, Jawan Howard. Jalen's gonna be in the crowd. So let's go. Let's go, Wolverines. Pull it, pull it. You can do it. They can do it, man. Um, I like the guard play. I like the guard play. The big man in the middle has got to show up today. Last game, he didn't show up. He's got to show up today because Florida State's got some big boys down there that are hungry and are mean. He's got to play well. He's a freshman, but he's got to play well for them to give a chance. And if Livers can get back, oh, that would change the dynamic of everything, especially going forward if they can win. All right, the next game we got. UCLA at the Pac-12. UCLA. Everybody had them losing to Michigan State in the first four. But what is it about the, you know, people dog, dog new things that, you know, that different sports do. The first four, look at all the things that have happened with the first four. They started the first four. Look at VCU was the first four. They went to the final four. I mean, you see all these different teams that start in the first four. That pull off upsets and pull off these things. So maybe people should stop being so negative about change and be like, yo, this might be a good thing. Change might be a good thing. Let's te- let's test it. Let's try it out first before we get all negative. Because UCLA is on a on a on a roll. They got players I didn't even know was who was who. But they out here doing things. They long. I mean, UCLA is still UCLA. They got athletes out there on the West Coast. Come on, let's be for real. You know? I mean, they beat Michigan State. Yeah, they beat uh, Abigail Christian or whatever in the next round or whatever. But don't forget that Abigail Christian team beat Texas, who I had in the Final Four. Now, Shaka Smart, gone. He left before he got fired, went home to Marquette. Smart man, Shaka. Smart man. Kid from VCU. I saw you. Hey, don't forget, Shaka was the coach that led VCU to that Final Four. So, I don't know what happened between him and Texas. And I'm not trying to be weird about Texas, but didn't didn't he look weird being the coach at Texas? It just seemed like he didn't fit. Marquette, that seems more like his flavor. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just leave it at that. But um, good luck, Shaka. Good luck at Marquette. Except for when you play my Hoyas. Except for when you play my Hoyas. Uh, don't be beating them. But, um, yeah, Abigail Christian beat Texas. UCLA beat them, so... Things bounce a certain way. Do I think that UCLA would have beat Texas? No. But, hey, you know what I mean? That's the way it goes. And now they're playing a team that I gave no respect to. Another another team I gave no respect to. And maybe it's because I'm an Alabama State boy now. But Alabama, number two seed. And some people said it should have been a number one seed. You know, they won the SEC flat out and won the SEC tournament flat out. How often does that happen? You know, so people looked at them as the number five one, number, they were the fifth number one seed. So, and I mean, they're doing it. They're doing what they said they were going to do. Um, and now, and now they're playing UCLA. So the ball is bouncing well for Alabama. Um, hey, it's another step. Alabama's just going to keep proving me wrong. But hey, it's cool to see new teams. I'm cool seeing new teams. I don't see no Dukes, no North Carolinas. I'm good, to tell you the truth. I'm good with it. <laughs> um, Last game of the day for Sunday. Um, I think it's the team that people are sleeping on. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't know who the heck they were. Didn't know who none of them were. But it's crazy how we got two 
Pac-12 teams playing each other. Oregon and USC. How crazy is this? Oregon, who didn't even get to play a first game because of the COVID junks. You know what I mean? The team had COVID, so they just got a free game. And I actually, some people picked them to lose that game. So they got a free ride. And we're like, well, they're going to come in. You know, ain't really prove nothing. And they got to go against the number two Iowa seat. Iowa seat the team with the player of the year in the Big Ten and all this and all that. And they destroyed Iowa. I mean, it wasn't even a game. It wasn't even a game. The athleticism looked ridiculous. It looked like Iowa was running in quicksand. It was crazy. So, Oregon, what do we even know, though? What do we even know? These teams over there in the back 12, we ain't giving no love to because we don't stay up long enough to watch them on TV, bro. We work. Sorry, we work. There has to be some kind of way we can watch them more. But, hey, we missing out because USC? USC got them brothers I didn't even know about. I mean, I heard about one for the player of the year. But I mean, come on. Really? Don't even try to play. If somebody messaged me saying some stuff they knew about USC, we're going to have a conversation. Because that's ridiculous. Ain't nobody talking about them like that. Yeah, they were number six seed, so they were getting love. But that's just because of the boy for the player of the year. And the two brothers. Um, it's crazy. I mean, how you win your first round game, you're supposed to win. You're the six seed. And then you go against Kansas. Now, granted, Kansas... With the whole COVID situation and one player's coming in late, da da da. So I get it. They were a little under undermanned or under practiced or whatever. But you still Kansas. You still Kansas in the Big Twelve. You still Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I don't want to hear nothing else. And if you lose, you lose. Whatever. But you don't lose by thirty four points to USC. You don't lose by 34 points. When has Kansas ever lost by 34 points in an NCAA game? Never. Ever. In the school's history. Ever. Never. Ever. Ever. Never. Never have I ever. Ever. They scored 51 points. 51. And lost by 34. They almost got doubled by USC. Come on, dude. This is Kansas. I'm telling you, though, this USC team is long. They are long, long. Be careful. So we're looking at it. So those are my picks, all lower seeds. So we, so the way do we go to the, the Elite Eight? So I'm saying, so the winner of Oregon State, Loyola plays the winner of Syracuse in Houston. I feel like I already said it's going to be Loyola in Houston. I ain't gave no love to Houston the whole time. I'm in love with this loyal Chicago. Do you understand that the big boy, what's his name, Hardwick or whatever his name is, Kirkwick or whatever, he could go to two Final Fours in his four-year college career at Loyola? Really? We see these little small schools, mid-major Cinderella schools, um, get to the Final Four one time in a blue moon and all this. This boy has a chance to go as a freshman and as a senior. We talk about Gonzaga. They st- if they still consider Gonzaga a mid-major, something's wrong. But anyway, they were talking about them as a mid-major. Da, da, da. Gonzaga ain't been in the final four like that. But we talk about Loyola Chicago has a chance to go two times in this boy's four-year career. That would be freaking amazing with Sister Jean and, 
in attendance. And I got him doing it. I got him beating Oregon State, and then I got him beating, even if Syracuse beat Houston, I still got him beating them too. I got Loyola Chicago in the Final Four. The next one would be the winner of Villanova Baylor, which I'm going with the Baylor Bears to play against the winner of Oral Roberts in Arkansas. And I already told you, I ain't got no love for Arkansas. They're athletic and they are doing all that. And I'm cheering for Oral Roberts, but Baylor, who's in the toughest, the toughest way to get to the Final Four, in my opinion, now especially, I think they beat Arkansas. I think they're going to the Final Four too. So I got Loyola Chicago and Baylor in the Final Four. Next game, we got Creighton versus Gonzaga. First game tomorrow, Creighton-Gonzaga. I don't even think there's a matter. Gonzaga's going to win. So the winner of that one, they're going to play the winner of Oregon and USC. I'm going to tell you what. I am cheering. And I'm a Notre Dame fan in football. So this even tastes nasty coming out of my mouth. But I'm cheering big time for USC to be Oregon. Only, only to see the matchup of those boys, those brothers, and that long USC defense going up against Gonzaga. Athlete versus athlete. I want to see that matchup. I don't want to see Oregon. I don't want to see anything. But I'm still going to pick Gonzaga to, to win and go to the Final Four. But I think if anybody can stretch Gonzaga and push him, USC might be able to do it. And then in the final one for the Final Four, I got Michigan, I said, beating Florida State. And then I got Alabama beating UCLA. So Michigan, Alabama, this ain't football, baby. This ain't football. It's not football. So, Todd, you can roll on down the block, baby. I'm going Michigan Wolverines in the Final Four through all adversity without livers. Getting to the Final Four to take on Gonzaga. And I'm going to tell you right now. Don't let livers come back for that game. Don't let livers come back. Because if livers come back, hey, a full Michigan squad who, before the tournament started, I picked to win the whole thing. I said Michigan should be the champion because of the way their team was laid out. You know, count, this was counting livers before the tournament and all that stuff going on. You know, so with a full squad, I, I had them winning. So, hey, could they beat Gonzaga? Yeah. Right now, do I feel like that? No. I'd take Gonzaga to go to the finals. And who would Gonzaga play? Loyola, Chicago. The fairy tale run ends to the Baylor Bears. And then we're here with what everybody said from Jump Street. We said this from the beginning. We said it from the beginning of the tournament. We said it whatever. They've been the best two teams in college basketball all year long. All year long. The Baylor Bears versus Gonzaga's Ags for the national championship. And I'm going to tell you right now, this might be a New England Patriot Giants game where you got a chance to go undefeated. You got a chance to go through the whole thing undefeated. And then you're losing the big game off a big play by the other team. The Baylor Bears going through the Big 12, the battle tested Bears. And in these brackets, the battle tested Bears pull off the amazing upset over the Gonzaga Zags in a big time shot. By one of these guards. Either either they're going to make a big time shot. Or a big time steal. Or something. One of these guards for Baylor is going to make some kind of big time play. 
to win the national championship to beat Gonzaga. There it is, Baylor Bears. Ah, what else is happening tonight? Hey, what else is happening tonight? My man at work, we were talking. He didn't know we had this show going on. I talked to him yesterday. We were talking. He's like, you talk about everything? You talk about this? You talk about UFC? Yes, sir. I talk about UFC. And guess what? We're going to talk about it right now. UFC 260 is tonight. I don't really care about the rest of the cards. I don't care about none, none of the other stuff. I'll watch it because it's entertaining. And that's where you see new stars emerge and all that. But ain't nobody lying no more. Ain't nobody lying. We here to see Nagano take back his belt versus Miocic or whatever his name is. It's the second time they fought. Uh, people that don't know Nagano lost his belt to him. But he's the Mike Tyson of USC, dude. This guy is a freak of nature. He's scary as hell. He's scary as hell, dude. He is destroying everybody. And then he lost a unanimous decision to him and lost his belt. And I think the fight after that, he was still thinking about that. He didn't have his head focused and lost another unanimous decision. That was, what, three, four years ago? He ain't lost since. Um, he's been deadly, a terror. He says he's focused. He looks scary as hell. Did I say that? Did I tell you how he looks? He looks scary as hell. And he's 30 pounds bigger than the other dude today. Yo, his last four fights after those back-to-back losses, four straight knockouts. <laughs> four straight knockouts. He's got seven KOs under two minutes. He's must-see TV. He's box office TV. You're either watching him to be like, wow, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Or... Wow, the Rodney Dangerfield of UFC won again. Can Buster Douglas win again? Could Buster Douglas have beat Mike Tyson if they fought again? No, and that's what I think is going to happen today. I think the guy who's going his belt back tonight, and I, he might knock him out quick. He might knock him out quick. If he comes out there too confident and catch one, it's a fight. It's a fight, so if you catch one, you can get got. I mean, that's just the way it is. So I'm excited to see what happens with that. I don't know if I'm paying no 40, 50, 60 then dollars to watch it. Might watch it on YouTube right after the fight's over. I'll be watching the CW basketball anyway, so I'll probably check that out. But um I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see what happens. Yesterday, NBA trade deadline. Everybody hyped it up. It was hype. I'm a Laker fan, so I was excited because I was like, yo, we about to do it. Our whole team is hurt. We're gonna do some things. So let's go down and see what happened. We got the highlights and the buyouts. So obviously we start with Blake Griffin getting bought out. The Nets got richer and richer. So we're like, whatever. I hate, that's what I hate when veterans get bought out like that who still can bring stuff to the table and then go to teams just to get a ring. That just drives me freaking crazy. Drives me crazy. And I think there should be a rule against it. I hate it. I hate the buyout. I hate the buyout more than anything. I think you should have to finish your year. But anyway, um, George Hill, not Kyle Lowry, going to the 76ers. Well, what does that do? What's George Hill going to do? This ain't seven, eight years ago, George Hill. This today's George Hill. Dudes can't stay healthy. Dude can't, I mean, come on, really? Really, dude? And don't forget George Hill. People talk about J.R. Smith when he did that. Rebound. Oh, I should have put it back. Oh, I caught a timeout. Oh, 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 oh. throw me the ball. Oh, oh. 
Remember when he had the bonehead Hennessy play? Who was at the free throw line? That was George Hill. He ain't clutch. He's older now. He's not even what he was with the Pacers. Uh, come on, dude. You had a chance to get Kyle Lowry, who went to Villanova. That's in Philadelphia. To come home to be your point guard to, while you have a chance to win with the best we've ever seen Joel Embiid play and with Ben Simmons and with the roster that you have as far as three-point shooting with Danny Green, big man Dwight Howard, who gets his ring but gets ejected at halftime. Idiot. You know what I mean? But you have a chance with Philadelphia. If you have any chances this year while the big three is not completely healthy or maybe their first year together in New, in, the, in New Jersey, but you don't pull the trigger to get Kyle Lowry, you blew it. You blew it, Philadelphia. You blew it. Trust the process. The process is over. If you don't win a ring, what is a process? The process of being mediocre and the process of never living up to expectations? Is that what your process is? What are you doing? You got a chance to get Kyle Lowry to come home. You don't think he's going to come home and try to win for his city, for his town, for his state? Are you serious, Philadelphia? You're dumb. You had opportunity. Now you're dumb. The Bulls, they get Vucevic whatever from the from the Magic. It's not enough. But I tell you what, with him and Levine together, maybe some free agents will come next year. I know they like Lonzo Ball, which they could use another point guard. Maybe they could steer somebody to come out there. Anthony Davis is from Chicago. I know he signed a contract extension. But the way people are talking about demanding trades nowadays, who knows? The Clippers, they trade Sweet Lou for Rondo. I guess they're thinking that Rondo's going to do for them what they did for us last year. I mean, playoff Rondo was official. I ain't going to lie. Playoff Rondo is official. But, I don't know. You're giving up Sweet Lou off the bench. Your bench is already struggling. And he's somebody that can get you buckets. What's going to happen with playoff P? And I love Paul George. But what happened with playoff P turn into G-rated P who can't score in the playoffs? You need Sweet Lou's points. Now you got Rondo. I mean, he could score some, but he ain't not going to give you what Sweet Lou gave you. So, that was kind of making me feel weird. Um, Kyle Lowry was another one that they could have got. Glad they didn't. Um, the Celtics got Fournier from the Celtics. Uh, uh, Celtics got Fournier from the Magic. Magic got rid of everybody. That's my wife's team. The Magic got rid of everybody. I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? They got no players? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, but I, I do think he brings a little toughness to the team. Veteran, veteran guy. I mean, Celtics are disappointing. They're talking about being in the playoff 7 through 10 thing to make the What is wrong? The Celtics? What's going on? Coach? I don't know, coach. You might have to go back to college. You might go ahead and apply for that Texas job. You know what I mean? You might go ahead and try to get that Shaka Smart's old job because I don't know what's going on. Celtics, man. How long are they going to deal with that? You got all these draft picks. You're not doing nothing. With I mean, I don't know. Um, but hey, watch out for this one. The Denver Nuggets. You got JaVale McGee. Hey, JaVale McGee got two rings. He got Warriors rings, Lakers rings. He's obviously a, a part of a winning team. I mean, he can be a winner. But then they got Aaron Gordon from the Magic. What did Denver need? That's what they needed. That's what they needed. They got the MVP front runner down low who could come out and bang threes, who might be the best big man in the game, most versatile big man, the Joker. And then they got Jamal Murray, who's a straight killer out there. Boom, 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 boom. He's a superstar on the lower side of superstars, but he's still a superstar. 
and you get rid of all you had to get rid of was Gary. Well, who'd you get rid of? Um, what's the name? The mother, the mother from Michigan State. You know, you got rid of him, and you ain't give up no first round picks. You ain't give up nothing, and you got Aaron Gordon, who plays defense, who's athletic, jumps out the gym to mix with them. Denver made a splash. Denver right now. It's probably the scariest team in the West. I'm calling it right now. Denver's the scariest team in the West. I'm not scared of Utah. I don't care if they're the best record or not. I'm not scared of Utah. I'm not scared of Portland, even though game time is always game time. I'm a Laker fan. I'm not scared of them. They're hurt. Um, Anthony Davis got his ring. Who knows what he wants to do anymore? LeBron, maybe maybe this injury is going to show his age. I don't know. The Clippers, do they really want it? Are they hungry? I mean, I don't even know. I don't ever hear nothing about them. PG. Is quiet anyway. Kawhi Leonard is sleepy quiet. I don't know what's going on with them. But the the Denver Nuggets, huge, huge job. GM, you might be GM of the year for making that moves. Good job. It's kind of like the Dolphins doing their daggone moves. Their GM might be the man. Their GM might be the man doing that kind of trade. But we'll get to football another time. I mean, gee whiz, Miami Dolphins. Brandon's in there like... <laughs> Um, and then the other on the other side, Denver in the West did the best. On the East, what did I what have I been saying? The Miami Heat got Victor Oladipo. Oh, Victor Oladipo. People don't realize how good Victor Oladipo is, and to offset Jimmy Butler, and you got the shooting of Tyler Hero and Robinson, and don't forget about Big Bam in the middle. And I'm only happy because I hate these super teams like the Nets, little punk, punk James Harden, Kevin Durant, always always joining up with all these people trying to win. And I mean, I love Kyrie, but I mean, I don't know. Let's go, let's go, Miami. I like them boys. I want to see them boys do something. I just want to see anybody other than the Nets. But Miami's gonna make it fun. Miami's gonna make it fun, fun, fun. Um, disappointment teams, my Lakers. We do we do not. We do not. But even worse than us, the Houston Rockets. You trade James Harden for Victor Oladipo and some other pieces. And what you get in return? You trade an MVP. Could be could have been maybe a four time MVP, scoring champion, doing all these different things, and you basically got nothing. You got to retread John Wall. I mean, what are we doing? Houston, what are you doing? Houston, you have a problem. <laughs> what are you doing? But maybe even worse than that. In the in these years of stars saying, I'm not playing. You better trade me. Giannis. The, yo, Milwaukee, don't be content that Giannis signed his super max or whatever. Because you ain't doing nothing to help him. Y'all did nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Your team is nothing. Y'all did nothing. You expect them to do everything, but you can't do nothing. It's ridiculous. You left players out there like Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry would have helped you. Lonzo Ball, he wouldn't have helped them, but Lonzo Ball would have helped them other teams. Bradley Beal is the perfect choice for Milwaukee. I've said this over and over again. Giannis needs a player like a Bradley Beal. That's what he needs. That's why... um, Losing the boy from Virginia that went to the Pacers, Brogdon, was a huge loss 
for Giannis. People don't talk about that either, but that was a humongous loss because of the skill set he brought. He brought defense, and he brought toughness and three-point ability. Bradley Beal can do all these things. They need them. But, hey, he's still in the Wizards doing nothing. Scoring 50 and losing. That's what Bradley Beal's doing. He's going to get to a point where he's saying, I want to leave. I don't know. It's going to be, it ain't going to be too much longer. He, he, he said, oh, now you got me with Russell Westbrook. Really? That's not helping my skill set. So, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen with that. Um, yeah, I think those are the biggest losers. Lakers, Bucks, and Houston. The big winners, Denver and the Miami Heat. Hey, but, hey, they're out there right now. Andre Drummond is coming available. He's talking about either the Celtics, Lakers, or Knicks is the biggest ones for him. Lakers, we need him. Lakers, we need him. Celtics, Celtics could use him. The Knicks, they're trying to make they're trying to make them a team. Drummond can get the most money from going to the Knicks. So, if he's all about the money, he's going to the Knicks. If he's trying to win, he's coming to the Lakers. It's one of those things. But but maybe even bigger than um not even maybe, but bigger than Drummond, LaMarcus Aldridge, who should have been a Laker 4 years ago, but he decided not to even give us an interview. He said, I'm not coming there to Los Angeles. <laughs> Get your punk butt over there then. What you do in San Antonio? You did nothing. Now you're talking about, huh, I'm not ruling out either one of the uh, L.A. teams. Huh? Um, I like both of those teams. Uh, but you want to know where else is on his list trying to get him? They have a roster spot open for him right now. Pat Riley, I love you. Miami Heat. If you had LaMarcus Aldridge, Jimmy Butler, Victor Ladipo, Tyler Hero, Robinson, and Big Bam. And, if, and, and honestly, LaMarcus Aldridge, if I was him, I would go to the Miami Heat. I'd go there. You'd be a four. Who else is playing the four? That's your spot. You go play the four. Bam's going to play the five. Butler's going to play the three. You put Victor Ladipo at the two. And then you got Tyler here at the one. Robinson's going to have to come off the bench. But, hey, you got a sharpshooter coming off the bench. Or if well, you need to switch up some stuff, you need to switch. there's all kind of interchangeable things you could do in there. But I think that he would do the best with Miami Heat. Um, so that's what that is. Rest in peace. Lakers great. Elgin Baylor. People don't realize how great Elgin Baylor was. People think about the Lakers and we think about all these other players and this and that. Which, I mean, you know, the Lakers still have all these great players. I mean, you know, we got the best point guard ever, Magic Johnson. We got the best center ever, Luella Cinder. You know, Kareem. We got the best shooting guard ever. Uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. I don't want to hear nothing about no Michael Jordan. Kobe Bean Bryant. You know what I'm saying? So we got three out of the five spots best ever. So it is what it is. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Relative Sports Talk. YouTube, TV, all over podcasts. Subscribe. Like it. Spread the word, baby. Hey, give me some knowledge. Talk about, Tell me what y'all want to talk about. Tune in, text me, let me know what's going on. All right, guys, thank y'all.